Watch. I'm Beffers. And I'm Birdie. Today's episode is Fritz the Cat. We pick our movies from the list of animated feature films on Wikipedia. Any movie with a theatrical release that has a critics rating of over 50% on Rotten Tomatoes gets its own episode here on Animoa. And we are watching these films in chronological order. Are we sure about that? I don't even know what's up or what's down anymore after this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking there? Oh, uh, it's... Um, are we supposed to do, do brands? No. Okay, then. It's a, a sparkling water that has raspberry and cranberry flavors. They're naturally essenced. I, you no, know, this is my favorite, and it's actually been a while since I found this in the store, so I was really happy to find this one. Mm. Mm. That was gross. What are you drinking? Some really bad iced coffee that I didn't finish this morning. Well, okay, so I guess cheers to gross drinks, even though that was, <laughs> that was not a good cheers. That was really not. I don't think mine's gross, but the way I drink it is. <laughs> so this is our first explicitly adult film. X-rated, no X-rated, less. X-rated, yeah. Yeah, and I guess it's kind of fitting that this is the, the way to kick things off, because it, it is... I mean, it's it's the first X-rated animated film. Period. Not just our first. I mean, this is this is it. This is where the first it started. Feature film. There were probably some like short films for pornographic houses back in yeah, the day. This is this is. I don't remember exactly how it was worded, but yeah, this was this was still a big deal though. This yeah. was this was mainstream, and uh, it kind of changed the face of the animation industry in a way. Yeah, it made people realize that animation isn't just for kids. It certainly is not. Because and... we already knew that comic books weren't just for kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is based on a comic strip called Fritz the Cat by... Robert Crumb. Robert Crumb. Who did not like this movie. No, he did not like with what Bakshi did with it. And yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Ralph Bakshi as well, who is... We'll, we'll be watching some more of his films yes. later. I have only, I had, sorry, <laughs> past tense, I had only seen Wizards before of his. Okay. Um, oh, no, no, no. I actually, I did see part of Lord of the Rings. I don't really remember because it was like a vacation that was just like mostly my friends were watching. I was kind of like, okay, guys, you do that. I'm going to draw. Wasn't really into it. Wizards was a weird experience. And so was Fritz the Cat. <laughs> Boy, howdy. So th- this plot has a, a meandering quality, I think. I think the, basically the plot is, oh, Fritz got himself into this situation. How is he going to get out of it? Episodic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like three kind of different scenarios. A bit. Yeah. I'd, I'd say it's three major ones. Because you've got picking up the girls and the orgy, which leads to him running from the cops in the first sequence. Right. You have him going to Harlem and starting a riot. For the second chunk. And then the third is kind of him and his girlfriend heading out to, where were they going? California somewhere. Um, And then getting stopped along the way by Nazi randos. He just (laughs) randomly ended up next to them. I mean, at least the movie introduced them in a slightly earlier scene. So it wasn't just like, where the fuck did this come from? I was like, okay, we're probably going to see these characters again. I hope. I don't know. It was just so... Again, meandering is a good word for it. That it, it was sometimes hard to know. Like, are we ever going to see these characters again, or is this this is a one-off? What's happening? Shall I do a more or slightly detailed rundown of the plot? Sure, we've got 
Fritz. Fritz, yeah, he's obviously the hero from yeah. the start. He goes to hero. <laughs> quote unquote to the Washington Square to play music and pick up girls. With his friends. Three sorority girls who <sighs> we will talk about later. Yeah, we will. And, yeah. Takes them to a friend's house and there ends up being a bathtub orgy that two dumb cops try to break up. The pigs. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's I think it's funny that the cops are portrayed as as stupid pigs. It, it it's especially gratifying nowadays to see that. Um, it, it it felt kind of like oh, okay, yeah, cheap, haha. Yeah, we all know cops are pigs, blah, blah, but it was like, oh yeah, no, this is really good. <laughs> Given what this movie covers, it's a parody. It's yeah, well, everything was very satire, very stereotyped, but like very deliberately so. Anyway, yeah. So when the cops break up this orgy, there ends up being a flood because Fritz takes one of the cops' guns and shoots the toilet. I killed the John, I think he says. <laughs> it's not what happens when you shoot a toilet uh-huh. bowl, but okay. That's fine. So, <laughs> it's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. So Fritz gets washed away and ends up in a synagogue that is full of men praying. Yeah. And one of the more random Yeah, scenes. it's a very random scene, but it's... Uh, it, Highlights, I think, what Bakshi might have seen in New York because he is Jewish. There's even more to it than that, but we'll get there later. Yeah, we'll get there. Then Fritz has like a soliloquy about how much he hates college. That is one of the best voice acting sequences in the film, though. I really liked his monologue. It was was just the the way he talked was really naturalistic. I, it I, was I naturalistic. It. I was paying more attention to the animation because he goes from room to room, but it's not a fully painted room. Yeah, it was it was it was like a dream sequence kind yeah. of. Yeah, and I love the way it ended. We'll talk about that. Again. Except my note here where it says boob fetish turns sad because he just randomly showed up for no oh, reason. Oh yeah, the, the the pink elephant girl. It's <laughs> basically what she was. She was like this pink elephant figment. Anyway. And then Fritz ends up at a bar. I want to say it's in Harlem? It is 100% in Harlem. Yes. And he meets Duke, who has been playing pool. And poor Duke. He can't catch a break. Every he really, shot just really gets ruined. Can't. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Sorry. There was some double meeting there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oof. Uh, so Duke and Fritz become friends. They, they steal a car the... together. Oh, yeah. boy. Okay. Bond. Yay. <laughs> And then he takes him to a drug dealer who may or may not also be a, a hooker. I'm not really sure what was happening I'm not there. Sure what was happening and then there. there was more more furry sex. And then did the riot happen after that? Yeah, Fritz okay. has an epiphany and is like, I have to tell them all. I need to revolt. Yeah. I need to tell them about the revolution. Yeah, okay, Fritz, you're the one <sighs> to tell her. Oh, fucking Fritz. Are we gonna say what happens to Duke yet? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I would say yeah, okay, since so, this is part of the plot. So. Uh, the pig cops show up and a riot starts and Duke gets shot. Yep. And and dies. Yeah. And then Fritz hides because he thinks the cops are after him. Yeah. We don't know whether that's true or not, but we know we that Fritz is very he's, he's so self important that he thinks that everything yeah. is about him. Yeah. Um his girlfriend Winston finds him. Yeah. I had no idea she was his girlfriend. They had no screen time together before yeah. this. I sat there, I, I even had a note, and I might have crossed it out because I, yeah, I said, was Winston one of the girls from the beginning? She and I was, was like, not. no, wait, no, that that's not one of those girls. No, so. she is actually intelligent. Yeah, and no, she's like, I like how she called him out yeah, on this bullshit. She says, okay, come with me to 
California and we'll settle down there. Yep. She mentions getting married, which I don't think Fritz caught on to. He just saw her as a way out of the city. Yeah. I don't think he was listening. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. And so they're driving through the desert. They're almost there, actually. Almost to California. Yeah. Because, I mean, if they're in a desert, then they're, they're in the southwest somewhere, yeah. right? <laughs> After a cross-country car trip, with, which has to be stressful. But apparently Fritz was sleeping for <laughs> yeah, two days. he was sleeping the whole time anyway. Yeah. And then the uh. car breaks down, and they're out of gas. So she has him go get some gas. And he just basically takes off. He takes off. And then stumbles across Blue, the Nazi bunny, who's a, an addict. Heroin? I'm not sure. I, there was a there, I meth. I don't know. He's fucked up. Something with He's a needle. He's fucked up. Um, and his girlfriend. Harriet. Harriet. Okay. A horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably Blue the Bunny and Harriet the Horse. Listen to that alliteration. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, he's like a weird Nazi biker. fascist biker dude. And uh, they, they pick up Fritz. Yep. And then he's like, you know, what? yeah, I'm going to recruit you. And then brings him to this like mausoleum in the middle of this graveyard where his weird lizardy, snaky Nazi buddies hang out also and they're they're trying to put together this like terrorist plot and then they gang rape Harriet's horse yeah that's a fucked up scene yeah I hated that scene and Fritz is just like hey hey man don't don't do that that's not cool and then they leave Harriet outside and he's just like oh here's my jacket I guess you'll be fine you'll be fine go walk it off I'll go blow up this plan with these people and then, like, while he's deciding that he doesn't want to do that, he's still helping. He's, like, talking his way through, like, the, wait a minute, you guys are bullshit. I shouldn't be helping you. While he's still helping. Yeah. It's, it's, anyway, the power plant blows up while he's sitting on it. And he's just, like, far out. Um, and I, I thought he was dead. I hoped he was dead. I hoped he was, know. too. No. Um, he he's- ended up at the hospital and... And Harriet all of his and old the girlfriends, the three girls, him, except Winston, who has a brain. And yeah, she's like, <laughs> maybe he's just dead. Maybe maybe he'll die at the hospital, and we'll all be free of him. And uh, then it ends with him having bed sex. Yep. With the, the it ends chicks. how it starts. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it, it actually does kind of bookend with his like speech about like I've traveled the world and uh, I'm I'm miserable and I've seen this and I've done this and. Now, you do this, you do this, take off your clothes, ah, ha, 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 party, party. Okay, so that's the movie. Yeah. Are we done? No. <laughs> no, there, there are things to talk about, for sure. Um, well, let's talk about its cult classic status first, because apparently that's the most important thing in, about the film. Yeah, the fact that it did super well, actually, even in its time. Not It's not even just a cult classic in that sense, because if it was actually, if it did well as a theatrical le- release, like box office-wise, that's not really a cult classic. Hmm. Usually cult classics are things that don't do well initially and then do better later and achieve status. I think people who like it today are probably more likely to look at it from like the it, it, its role in the animation um, history and yeah. industry and everything. Uh, I, I fucked up that sentence, but you know what I mean. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's more because it was Bakshi's first animated film and because it was the first X-rated animated film yeah. and because it broke the mold of, as Bakshi basically put it, like 
uh, Disney paralyzed the animation industry mm-hmm. and had all these rules about how the way you had to do everything. And he just stepped in and broke every single fucking rule pretty much that was laid out. No pencil tests, which is unheard of. <laughs> the audio, I, I, I wrote a note while I was listening. I was like, did he just like go into bars and just record people? It sounds like it. He did. Yeah. He absolutely did. He sat in like a Harlem bar and recorded those people talking. He paid some construction workers, like, I don't know how much to just sit down with them and like record their conversation while they're talking. So that's at the beginning. He's he's technically the one in the middle who doesn't say anything while the other two are talking on either mm-hmm. side of him. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention that that opens. The oh, yeah. Movie. Just a bunch of construction workers talking it's, about adult stuff. Yeah, and then someone pees off of uh, what would they be on? A, pole? a beam. A beam, yeah. Yeah. And then it turns into a golden shower of opening credits <laughs> randomly on the side and then it, they pee on a hippie um which is funny it, it was kind of funny <laughs> uh, yeah and then um the, the 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 rabbis the the bit which took me so long to understand what the hell was happening and most of the time with the the, the sourced audio it was impossible to hear yeah but especially with them they may have been speaking yiddish at the time i think they were Apparently that was his father and his uncles. Yeah, I figured they have got to be yeah. related to or friends of Bakshi. Yeah, as it as it turned out, it that, was like kind of like documentary like recording. And that he conversation just, was my favorite, actually. I, there was something about like the glasses, like I couldn't really tell yeah, what was being said. So the smallest of of the mm-hmm. old men, he he was so old that he couldn't see the holy text anymore. He couldn't read it anymore after years and years of doing this so it it was a very bittersweet scene because his friends were like oh well you know that you already know this all you have to do is recite this and so he starts reciting it and then the other two old men with him were like you go buddy that sounds beautiful all right oh yeah i i couldn't understand them most of the time so i kind of didn't really pick up on that i was just sort of like huh this sounds not like Actors in a recording booth, that's for sure. And my note, my note came, though, in the, in the Harlem bar scene, because it was just like, I hear, like, ambient noises that I don't think were just added in. I feel like that was just part of the recording, and it turns out it was. Yeah, uh, this, it, it, it paved the way for all of the adult cartoons we see today, yeah. basically. That's, that's what this movie brought, even though I personally don't like it and don't really have an interest in seeing it again Me um i acknowledge what it did for the industry and what sort of doorways it opened it also has a lot of social commentary holy cow does it that's yeah. the only stuff that i would take away from this and be like yes this this has real meaning yeah the actual social commentary is really on point yeah, if we if we could go in chronological order I guess, should we start with the sorority girls? Yes. They, they, I, I think we all just started making noises and yeah. like looking at each other as soon as they start, they open their mouths to talk to that one crow. Yeah, so in this movie, crows represent as a whole black people. Yes. Maybe, maybe just in New York, but I don't know about the rest of the world because we don't really meet anybody. I don't think we see any more crows outside of New York, but I, if, if this is like... If this is like fucked up Zootopia, then uh, they probably all are. They're all crows everywhere. But yeah, these three sorority girls basically corner one crow and they're like competing over how woke they are. They are virtue signaling out their asses along with their tails. (laughs) Sorry, those those tails. 
Yeah, and, and and there's like even microaggressions, which I don't think they're aware that they're saying. Like right. the uh, what was the one that really? Oh yeah, I had no idea you people were so civilized or something like that. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, it, it's like I think that's what it is. She said that the she I, I was in an Af- uh, uh, do they actually say African or black? Yeah, they do. They do the whole time. They they there's no like correlation. They just call them. They still call them black and. Um, sorry, I wasn't sure if it was like, did they have some sort of crow equivalent of it? But no, they don't. No, I remember one of them saying, oh, I prefer black. Black is beautiful. And it's like, okay, honey. Well, we know you're... That was right after she said, well, don't you don't you hate it when people call you, um, this is a quote, uh, Negroes or colored yeah. and not black? I think it should be black. It's black is beautiful. That, that's that's yeah, basically that's the quote. Yeah. Was one of the minoring... In African-American studies. I think that's what she said. She's like, I took a, a, a course, and that's when she said, I had no idea you people were so civilized or something like that. It's like, oh, fuck. And then the one who was like, I had I had a, a girlfriend who said that the closest thing to black people are, are Jewish yeah. people. I'm Jewish, by yeah. the way. And that is when I think the, the crow turns around and basically... He calls he, them out. I don't he calls them out. He, he basically claims that he's gay. And then struts away. Yeah. Um, and they're just taken aback. Just like, what do we do? And that's like the only time when Fritz laughing, like I'm, I'm laughing with him. Because yeah. <laughs> he like kind of snickers at what just happened. They deserve that. But then he turns around and. He sees how naive they are. Yeah. And then he starts he his speech. Like, oh, I'm so uh, hurt by all this stuff. I've ex- all this worldly God. stuff I've experienced. And they're like, oh, no, poor you. Yeah, he so. uses them in order to use them. And that's <laughs> yes. when he takes them to his friend's house. Yep. And everybody's high there, so they all end up having an orgy. Yep. Yep. Uh, free love, man, I guess. I don't know. They said at the beginning of the movies it was the 60s, so. They, it was. We, we should not be surprised. And it mostly seemed consensual in that scene. We're not going to talk about the later scene yet. But yeah, in that scene it seemed like everybody was on board. And I, I will say that actually one of my fun, one of the parts that I laughed at the hardest in this movie, like I don't know how much I laughed out loud while I was watching. A lot of it was internal. The bit where the aardvark just kind of climbs in, it just sort of crawls into the room. Is like, have you ever made it with an aardvark? It's it's a unique experience or something like that. We're very rare. I, I don't know. It's just it, it, the way it was delivered and how just blase the whole thing was. It's like, what is happening? Anyway, and then the pigs show up. Yeah. It's these two cops. Yeah, so we have some police brutality in this. Yeah. We have it, it starts here and it ends uh, during the riot scene. But, okay, so we're talking about the social commentary. Do, do we want to talk about the, 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 the Harlem scenes? Yes. The, to just jump straight into the riot itself, I, want, I, I just want to go right to that. Okay, because you know, there's there's plenty of other stuff that happens, like Fritz calling the one bartender boy. Yeah, boy, yeah, yeah. And then I I was just sitting there wondering why are you trying to defend him, Duke? Fritz was wrong. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know why they're friends. I don't know either. I think Duke was trying to see good in someone. I I, I feel like there there was probably more nuance that existed in this character that that we just couldn't see but by this time we we very much hate fritz yeah we everything. don't like him <laughs> um but yes so by the time he decides that i need to tell them all about the revolution and they all need to revolt and he <laughs> climb 
he stands on top of a car and all these people surround him to listen to this speech. And it's a very, very boring speech. And he uses the word proletariat. And it's all very oh. like, oh, I thought you were going to comment on the fact that as soon as he climbs up on the guy's car, you hear like, get on my fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> like immediately. I was going to mention that. But first I was going to say, oh, here he is trying to give an inspirational speech. And then there's this one guy in the background who is not having it. Yeah. Because Fritz is like just taking the opportunity to... He's not paying attention at all. He never does. He, He's like, okay, yes, I will climb on this car. This is for me to give my speech on. No, it belongs to someone, you idiot. It's it's a, a really good kind of visualization of his privilege as well. Yes. He's standing up there on top of this car, on top of somebody somebody's car in this neighborhood. This is an actual person who owns this car. It's just a, a stage for him. Yeah, and Fritz thinks that his speech is just going to save this entire neighborhood as if there haven't been previous speeches before that. As if it's going to save the entire race. Yeah. Like, he he is as bad as those girls that he yeah. tricked earlier, but he doesn't know it or realize it or think it. And when the two cops show up, he's pointing to them saying, you need to get rid of them or mm -hmm. you need to hate them. And he doesn't know what will happen to these crows when they beat up these crows. Right. Well, and again, a perfect reflection of his privilege. As yeah. soon as the shit goes down, as soon as the violence happens, and there's Duke who's saying, like, get down from there. You're going to get shot. He gets shot, yep. of course. It, that's the irony. Yeah. And then Fritz running away and fleeing and not, and he's hiding. Like, a, a, a cop was right by him. Like, he's not out of sight. The cop ignores him yeah. because it doesn't care because he's white. It doesn't care about him yeah. and goes after the crows instead. And it's just like, Fritz, you unimaginable, self-centered, fucking pseudo-intellectual piece of shit. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I hate Fritz. Yeah. I don't think we're supposed to like him. We're not. We're he's not. supposed to be, uh, I think the Wikipedia article called him a poser. The French <laughs> word poser. I, I, I just use <laughs> a poser. He really is. <laughs> um, he's he's a there's there's also another term for this um, a, a protagonist a, a villainous protagonist I guess kind of in a way. Yeah. Oh, uh, not to mention that when all of the crows surround the, the pigs, mm. we see how the cops view. Yeah, the, 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 the like, view like the shadows with people. just eyes, yeah. which they mentioned earlier. They actually did mention that. Mm -hmm. um, I I was listening. This is one of the only times I kind of picked up on... It was hard to pick up on dialogue sometimes because of the way it was recorded. And apparently, um, Bakshi, who did voice one of the pigs, and his buddy, who voiced the other, uh, they improv a lot of their, their dialogue oh. with the cops. It sounds like it. But there's a bit where, when they first show up in the, the Harlem neighborhood, this is before the riot and everything, but they're like, oh, we got transferred up here. It's while other stuff is going on, so it's kind of just slipped in there. But he says, yeah, the only faces you can see in the crowd here are ours. Mm -hmm. And which, which, again, insinuates that, like, you can only see their faces because they're white in a sea of black faces. And then there's a bit where he says, or one of the other ones, I'm not sure which pig says this, but all you can see are their eyes. And it's just like, oh, wow, fucking shit. And then it, it does actually turn into that from their point of view is that all they can see are the eyes. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> it, getting worked up about this a little bit. It, it has a bunch of visual and plot commentary that 
still what's the word I'm looking for? It's still important today or yeah. important to know today. Oh yeah. It's, it's still, still relevant today. Relevant. That's there the we go. Word. Damn. It took me a while. Uh, you know, we got there together. We got, Cheers. Together. <laughs> <laughs> How much more social commentary do we have? Um, I mean, we covered the main uh, Disney cameos from Mickey, Donald yeah. and Daisy. During the riots, they showed the Disney characters from a rooftop waving the American flag while some planes were flying in they to were, break up the riots. Yeah, they were cheering the planes arrival. Um, it's like, oh, yay, back to the status quo. Yay, back to normalcy. Yay. Wow. That's, that's what I got out of that. Um, I thought they were cheering the planes because they were cheering the militarization of this. Well, it's the same kind of thing. Okay. It's, 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 it's them coming to squash this uprising, this upheaval, and returning things back to the way they should be through force. <laughs> I actually didn't love Disney. Um, well, I think that's, that's obvious. That's pretty, pretty evident. I don't think he hated Disney, but he had I not mean, had any things to say by about By this them. point in history, Disney hasn't really expanded beyond the goody two-shoesness. You know what I'm talking about? I, yeah. That's yeah. That's yeah. That's fair. Well, that's that's the thing is that's why he actually did what he did to sort of like stand up against the the wholesome goody two shoesness, <laughs> as you say. <laughs> um, uh, do we want to go into the stupidity of the Nazis trying to blow up this plant? Oh, God, the Nazis. It's just idiotic. Yeah. And Fritz is going along with it because he's an idiot as well and doesn't understand. In general, those characters really upset me that sequence like there's there was a lot to dislike there and a lot that was just like why are we watching this oh no this is terrible that one freaky lizard i did not like them <laughs> yeah uh there were two there was a snake well, and a lizard. snake and the lizard the snake was in a cloak and then the lizard lady was just there and weird so that's about it for the <laughs> for the social content Characters, then. Let's just... Well, I have some easy questions before we finish off bitching about the characters. Sure. Yeah, we've already talked plenty about them. Yeah. So, do you think the music was memorable? I don't. It, it's not memorable after the fact, but during the movie, I thought it actually complemented what was happening mm. pretty well. There was some, like, a lot of kind of jazzy, groovy stuff going on. Yes, there were. And yeah, again, like I, I think it works fine in the film. It's just like I, I couldn't. I'm, I'm not gonna walk out of there humming anything, but I don't think the point is to be able to. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's the point. I think the music is kind of superfluous in that sense. It's just there as background. It wasn't meant to be any kind of musical movie. Mm-mm. How about the art style? If you ignore all the all the boobs and nipples everywhere, more than that. But yeah, uh, honestly, the art style and the quality of the animation surprisingly good hmm. there there are you know some of the, the the clumsiness that comes with low budget um there a lot of things where frames will be a little janky and things will change color briefly in a couple yeah. of frames or you know, stuff, stuff like that that happens but there's a surprising amount of nuance in some of the performances i guess that you would that's how you i would describe it and stuff that i know we're going to see more of with Bakshi. Um, we're going to see more rotoscoping from uh, yeah. Bakshi, but uh, I don't know how much there was in this. But And yet, with or without it, it there, there were some 
pretty decent naturalistic movements, like and in, in kind of like conversational stuff. The, the 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 crows in particular, given the fact that they were basically inked entirely black, were still really expressive in their yeah. movements and, and everything, their body language. And unlike maybe some art style or animation that we've seen in the past of whoever designed these characters made it a point to make them look different from one another. Oh yeah, the character design was actually good and I don't know how much of that just comes from the original comic. Mm. Um, how much it's just like, this is what they look like. I did see a couple of panels of Fritz talking to the three girls. They look identical to what they look like in the animated version. Yeah. So it's like, okay, but a lot of this, they're just going to look about the same. They There were stereotypes employed in order to sort of make it clear who's good and who's bad, quote unquote, in like their appearances and their the way they're portrayed and stuff. And just the Nazis are snakes and lizards. Also a tweaked up oh. bunny, but whatever. <laughs> uh, he still had like the clothing and everything okay. with like the swastikas and stuff. So you... there was no nuance there. Yeah, no nuance. There we go. That's a good way of putting it. There was not a, not a lot of nuance <laughs> except for occasionally in... Again, some of the animation and some of the performances. I'm going to say performances because that's that's kind of what it is. You're, you're drawing characters acting is what animation yeah. is. So I didn't like the art style for the most part, but there yeah. were some things that they did that I really appreciated. One of the things was whenever there was a view of the city, it was like from above in a dome. Fisheye. Fisheye, yeah. Yeah. There was absolutely that. Um, backgrounds were traced a lot of the times mm-hmm. um, from photographs of New York, um, but then they would like kind of paint over them and stylize them, and it grounds it all in reality in yeah. a weird way. Yeah. Another thing was uh, when we first get to the bar in Harlem, there are three people talking at a table, yeah. and the more inebriated they get, the more squiggly their style, their art style gets. That's true. They were very squiggly by the end <laughs> That was a good visual representation without mm-hmm. having to explain anything. What do you think about, sorry, now I'm thinking of Harlem, that scene. What do you think of that transition where the crow just sort of shows up in the corner and is snapping for like five minutes while we zoom in on a photo? It, I think that was put there for the people who were high. <laughs> but... <laughs> Because okay. he was all psychedelic colors and, psychedelic. and the, the picture that was like zooming in at a very slow pace. Is it also changing color? I thought. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. so. It was supposed to wig you out or whatever. It was weird. I think while we were watching, I just loudly and in, in annoyance was just like, is this an intermission? Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it went on too long. So was there anything about the animation that impressed you? Okay. it's It's less about... It's, it's a combination of the animation and of just the direction and of the storytelling and of the use of visuals. This It's going to be weird to call it a favorite, but it has one of my favorite death scenes. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, Duke. Duke's death. First of all, it's jarring. Like, it feels inevitable. Like, I felt like, okay, well, that has escalated to a point where, yes, I was expecting someone to get shot. Didn't expect it to be Duke. It was... Hoping it wasn't Duke, because I liked Duke. Yeah, first we have to say that we first meet Duke when he's shooting pool. Yes, he's playing so. pool. Fritz shows up and is talking to him and distracting him while he's trying to hit just one ball yeah. into the pockets. And he just every single shot 
misses or it seems like the world is conspiring against the this, this single ball going into the pocket. Like I, It bounced out at one point. Yeah, I like the creative ways. Yeah. He missed the shot each and time. He's like chewing his cigar and half he's so pissed off at it. And then Fritz bumps into him and then ends up putting all of the, the balls into the pockets all at once. And that's when he's like, I'm going to buy you a drink. <laughs> okay, I think I like you. You're good luck. So then when Duke is shot, we see those pool balls once again. You see them in the, um, the opening positions. Yeah. The, sorry, billiard balls. Yeah. Whatever. Know. Pool, what? billiard. I don't know the sports ball. Yeah. You see the, the balls getting broken up that by the white balls. him getting shot. That's it. Yeah. The, the moment he gets shot is boom when that happens. And then he's hunched over the car, like looking at his own blood as he's bleeding. And then we keep cutting to these balls bouncing into pockets and it's always in the rhythm of a heartbeat. It's like boom, 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 boom. And it starts slowing down and the, the ambient noises of like all the people shouting around him gets quieter and quieter until I think the last ball goes in and then it cuts to like a breaking glass and it's like zooms in on his pupil. And then as a siren goes by, as he's falling off the car dead into the gutter, the siren sounds like um, a heart heart monitor line thing it, it goes yeah it, yeah, it just flat lines it's flat lines same thank you and then the siren goes back to normal and he's just he's dead if there was anything in this movie i would see again it is that scene because that i did watch it again actually oh. just for reference am i gonna have to post it on the twitter it might be worth it it's yeah. um i think it there might be a clip that shows like the whole riot scene so that know, was starting with that would be worth the post yeah Starting with Fritz's speech and everything, and they get the fuck off my car, and ending probably with him fleeing. Yeah. But yeah. That is not even just the one of the best animated death scenes I've ever seen. It's just one of the best, again, best seems weird or favorite or calling it something, but it's really well done. Yeah. It's really, really artful and meaningful and sad and like it, i don't know it's 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 just it's creative as fuck it was the only point in this whole movie that i was riveted me too i was just like i, I think my jaw was just open while i was staring at yeah. that like <laughs> are you kidding me are we really doing this i think the only thing i don't love and this is just a backshe thing um is when things go slow motion you get the the repeating uh images yeah. kind of i thought it worked for this part that it's the one time I think that it kind of worked. Otherwise, any other time, I was just like, ah, oh, stop doing that. It just looks like a weird visual artifact. <laughs> so, I just want to know, I wanted this movie to end when Fritz was leaving Winston. I wanted him to just get run over by a car and finish this whole movie. I, I, I wanted mean, him to die at the end of this, of this movie. Well, How did you want this movie to end? I wanted it to end with the bit where he says, far out and blows up and that would roll credits. Yeah. That would have been perfect. Yes. Because like right in that moment of him thinking he's figured it out and maybe turning over a new leaf or something. And then the kind of nihilism of just like, nope. No, he doesn't get to... <laughs> he just pulls up. Yeah. You might as well just stop watching the movie there because nothing happens after that. Yeah, I'm okay with just stopping there. Yeah. Let's talk about any characters we didn't cover so far. There's Bertha. The oh, one who gives him like 50,000 50, joints. Yeah, all the joints. Uh, I don't know what to say about her. Yeah, she 
unlike a lot of the other girls, she didn't seem to have much of a personality no. other than wanting to get high and have sex. Yeah, she was just kind of there for that. And purpose. I don't, I don't know what that says about the women crows in this movie. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't know that whole thing, that whole sequence. I was just like, I, I just want it to be over. I think that was when I started writing down stuff like, oh, it's closer to over than not. Like in my notes, like, oh, thank God, we're <laughs> we're getting closer to the end. Uh, but then, I mean, that turned into the the riot scene almost immediately after that. So. Yeah, it happened so suddenly. Like, Fritz is in the middle of having sex, and he's and like, wait a minute, yeah. I've had an epiphany. Uh, I mean, when you're high. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like they were high for at least 24 hours, because we saw a change of scene. Like, mm-hmm. they panned in and out of like a garbage dump, and the lighting outside I, changed. Like, what are they doing? It was all very tricky, <laughs> and I, I don't know. There, For a lot of the characters, there wasn't a lot to them there wasn't heavy deep characterization um here's here's a one-off character that horrified me the uh the the dog in the truck who comes by with all of his chickens yeah uh, when they when, when Winnie, winston when, when, yeah and, winston. you said Winnie. i did say Winnie. winston and fritz had pulled over to the side of the road because they ran out of gas but they think there's something wrong with the engine yeah and here comes this this hillbilly farmer dude with his chickens and he's like i'm real good at fixing things and the chickens are just squawking and he's just like shut up and starts hitting their cages with a a a board with a nail in it yeah and just keeps doing it until the chickens are bloody and then until they're just all dead yeah and then he just laughs and is like i'm good at fixing things no no you're not and i was just horrified that i think other than duke's death that was another moment that had me like just like jaw open like what the fuck just happened yeah whereas uh the the sequence with um harriet Harriet, that was more like i just didn't really want to look yeah with this Um, farmer guy like was he going to sell his chickens or something i don't know like why would you cart around that many chickens in a truck if you're not gonna sell them or do something with them still I mean, alive? They were maybe ultimately going to be going to the slaughter or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know anything about farmers and chickens. I'll be <laughs> honest. I, I would have been as clueless as Fritz and Winston in that situation. Just uh, I, not not a real good use of the farmer's time. Not a real good use of our time. Not a good use of the run time. But, uh, so yeah, and then Winston calls out Fritz for his selfishness and his idiocy, and oh, she yeah. is completely right. She's written as a nag, but she's right. She's a hundred percent right. And the bit where he's just like doing the hand motion while she's talking, I'm just like, I'm yeah. gonna punch him in the face, even though you're on my TV screen and a cartoon character. Yeah, <laughs> and then Fritz walks off with a bucket to fill it with gas and acts like he's going to go get it, and then just leaves her on the side of the road. And I don't know why, but it pisses me off more than anything that he used a good grammar when he like is like, we'll see who needs whom. And I was like, hey, how dare you? You're a piece of shit. Well, he is a writer. He told oh, us Oh, he's a poet and he's a college student. But he dropped out because he's too cool for college. And all these intellectuals trying to out-intellectual each other. And okay, again. Well, he's got a point <sighs> because that's what the Honors College was like when I was yeah. in college. Um, again, that monologue was one of the cooler parts of the movie. I don't know why I liked it so much. It was just, it was the perfect kind of rant for a character like him. Like it it, it was a kind of character defining moment other than just like him 
getting these girls to orgy with him in a bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> because it was just sort of expressing, like, all of his hypocrisy and, like, his sort of weird idealism, but it's all self-centered and everything. But I love the way it ended. This is a part where I did actually just start laughing out loud. He's, like, breathing fire, which, of course, he's just, like, tripping out, but we see that he's actually managed to, like, light his things, all his things on fire. But the way he just says, like, yeah. oh, I seem to have lit all of my books and homework on fire. Huh. Maybe we should get a blanket. Oh, the blanket's on fire. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just sort of this, like, oh, shit, as he's realizing these things. And I was just laughing at that part. Yeah. That was good. That was actually really funny. God, I don't know what else to say about this. Um, um, we, we have to talk about Harriet. So she is with this tweaked out Nazi rabbit. I felt bad for her from like every, every single moment she was on screen. I felt yeah, bad for I her. feel bad for her, but at the same time, I don't blame like, her for anything. He act, he leaves her, and she's better off being left by him than actually you know trying to make her way to civilization with him. Wait, when does, you know he, what when does he leave her? Sorry, what? when we first meet them. He leaves her in bed. He just gets on his bike and goes. Oh, I don't know what to say about all this other than just like, you know, that that was just a really uncomfortable look into an abusive relationship. And I don't like seeing that on screen. Yeah. And then she kind of ends up being some kind of hero because she comes back to Fritz when he's in the hospital and she's... Yeah. I don't know if she's actually praying over him or pretending to just to get in, but she seems like a sweet <sighs> person, and I... She does, and she really didn't need to go to him, because yeah. he didn't... Uh, it, it's it's a shame, because I wonder if it's just, like, another example of her clinging on to someone else who showed her an ounce of kindness, and he didn't deserve her. Like, no one seems to deserve her. Yeah. But I I equate her to the sorority girls, because all four of them are together, at Fritz's bedside at the end, whereas all the other women Fritz was with in this movie weren't there. Like, the more intelligent women in this movie weren't with him at the end. I can only think of Winston. Winston. Possibly Big Bertha. Mm. When well. we first meet her, I'm like, okay, I think I like you. But but then she she gets together yeah. with Fritz, and it just de- devolves. I kind of also liked how she called him out for having a tiny dick, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, I'll take you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we could sum it up by saying the representation of women in, in this entire movie is obviously not good. No, it's not. It's not good. And we hate this movie. But we found some good in it. Yeah, there, there's some there's some good. There's some meaning that could be pulled from it. There's It has a place in history, I guess. Yeah. And this will not be our last Bakshi film, but hopefully it'll no. be better. The next one we'll be watching from him is higher rated, so we'll see. Is it heavy traffic? Yeah. Okay, then, yeah, I, I believe that from what I've heard. All right, shall we wrap up? Oh, God, yes, please. What would you rate this movie? Rub-a-dub-dub for he's fucking in a tub? Sure. I'll rate it peeing off a bean. <laughs> That's what I'll rate it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, what, yeah. What, what, are, what do we have next week? Please tell me it's not more... Uh, no, it's not. Next time, it is Snoopy Come Home. Yes! Yay! Okay, I love that one. I, I'm, I'm excited to see that one again. Cool. Yay! All right, well, I guess until then, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>
What do you think of that transition where the crow just sort of shows up in the corner and is snapping for like five minutes while we zoom in on a photo? It, I think that was put there for the people who were high. But 